I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm going to put a scenario to you, Sine. Okay. You're going down a dark alleyway mm-hmm. and you look up and on one end you see Jesse Plemons. And you're like, oh no, sorry. You turn around. On the other side of the alley is Christoph Waltz. Oh, no. What do you do? Who oh, do you go towards? Oh, God. Jesse, but only marginally. <laughs> do you go for him for help? Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's the right, that's the right decision. I mean, I don't, I don't know under any circumstances why you would go to Christoph Waltz in that situation. <laughs> He's probably really nice in real life, but... I'm sure he's scared. lovely. Just know. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. Welcome to a podcast called I Only Like You and Movies. My name's Lonnie. I'm here with Sine. How's it going, Sine? Hello. Good, thank you. Have you seen a movie this week, Sine? Um, well, for the purposes of the pod, yes. We've okay. seen Windfall. <laughs> Windfall. We watched it a few weeks ago, actually. It feels good, actually, in some ways, because we're past the Oscars, aren't we, Sinead? It felt like that dragged on for ages this year. But we watched a lot of movies. I say drag on, but I just mean watching that type of movie for a long time. It's good to sort of branch out a bit, isn't it? It is. I see some independence. This isn't independent. Yeah, well, Well, it's it's not a prestige picture in the same sense as some of the Oscar films can be. hmm. What is Windfall? What's it about? It's a Netflix film starring Lily Collins, Jesse Clemens and Jason Segel. And Lily Collins and Jesse Plemons are married and they're a wealthy couple and mm-hmm. they return home to their house from vacation to find Jason Siegel robbing them. Mm. Essentially, it turns into a hostage situation. Some shit goes down. It's all very hectic at some stage. Kind of a twisty, turny, psychological thriller. Mm. Sort of attempts at being Hitchcockian, right? Yes, very much so. Mm. Now, this was a COVID baby, wasn't it? You can really tell by the fact it was you know, three actors mainly. <laughs> and shot in like one location. <laughs> yeah. and But you know what? They worked with the conditions they were under. Did we like it? Did we enjoy it? I loved it. I don't know you if really you liked, liked okay. it. Yeah. Man, I don't know what I was expecting. Was it the ending that didn't do it for you? No, I, I mean... I did like it all. I just think maybe it could have gone a bit harder in places, mm. a bit more intense. But as a as a three person, three hander, and, and watching some great actors work, I liked it a lot. You, you really loved it. Can you please explain why? No, but that's kind of a bit, <laughs> a bit accusatory. Sorry, I just meant like yeah, talk talk to us about it. Why you liked it so much? I don't know. I think it did a really good job of balancing tension. Mm. I liked a lot of the shot choices and framing. I liked this sort of like claustrophobic setting of being in this one house, even though they have like sprawling grounds of lemon trees Mm. or whatever they have. Mm -hmm. It still felt very claustrophobic. I liked the twists and turns in the narrative, like when Jason Siegel goes to leave and then spots the camera 
and has to go back in. Like, he did such a good job. I would never have picked Jason Siegel to do a role like this, but he, I don't know, really nailed it. Yeah, he's the funny sort of actor, isn't he? He's been around for a long time and obviously he's on Hamish Mother for a long time in the sitcom sort of world. Mm. Um, but I think he does have a lot of darkness underneath him, which he's tapped into here. Mm. And, and Jesse Plemons, as we sort of mentioned up top, is one of those guys, I really like him as an actor. He's one of the best actors out there at the moment, isn't he? He really is. But he can play an asshole and he can play a creep. Yeah. And he does so here. Uh, listen, I, I, there's a bit of metatextual casting there, isn't it? Because I'm like, there's no way he's signed on to this to just be a nice, loving husband. Yeah. No way. <laughs> so, so we should explain. He's like a, a tech billionaire, isn't he? And yeah. obviously there's their allusions to real-life tech billionaires who are perhaps in similar situations. Um, and we're getting into spoil this year, but like what you said there about how they are on this, this massive ranch in the middle of nowhere where billionaires sort of are secluded but then they're trapped. And then as Lily Collins' character goes on to find, maybe she's more trapped than she first thought mm-hmm. in this relationship. Mm-hmm. What do you think about, about her performance? Obviously, she's a, a fan favourite on this podcast. She's always great. I mean, I kind of feel like she plays herself in every role, a little. Yeah, she had a bit of an edge to her that we don't see in Emily in Paris. I guess yes. so, but like... Not stretching herself, how are you saying here? No, I just, I don't know. She didn't blow me away. Right, fair enough. But she was good. She was fine. We should mention, so her husband, Charlie McDowell, directed this film Mm. and also wrote it in conjunction with Jason Segel, which is interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure about the timeline. Did they they start doing this after COVID hit? They were like, let's go make something that we can do with a small crew in one location Mm. or was it sort of in the works beforehand perhaps and they hit go when when it came along? Yeah, I'm not sure. Now, the, we should put talk at the ending. Did you okay. see it coming? Did you see it coming, Sine? Yeah, I did. I think I said to you when we were watching it, she's going to off him. Yeah. But I didn't pick the way that it would happen and I didn't pick certain elements of the ending, which obviously makes sense with the title. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. The ending was a bit... Uh, theatrical for me like it didn't the rest of it seemed really grounded and sort of gritty and then it went a little bit silly at the end i think yeah i feel you there and for me sometimes when this happens in a movie this sort of ending it's like oh i want to see the next bit more than Mm. what i've seen already Mm -hmm. you know it would have been nice to see what happens next in her life yeah it's interesting isn't it because what does she do Mm. her fingerprints are on everything yeah, but when the camera's inside the place, they weren't, weren't they? They're just outside. They're just outside. And she was covered and she was clever enough to, to get past that. Mm. Hmm. I wonder, what do you think of the choice, actually, of not knowing much about them and especially not knowing much about Jason Siegel's intruder? Yeah, it was interesting. They really just dumped you in there and let you sort mm. of figure it out. What do you reckon? Disgruntled former employee? Well, he sort of gave that impression, didn't he? But mm. I... I kind of thought maybe that was a, a cover for this guy who, who just wants to go rob rob the rich guy, which you know, I'm not not saying we should do that, but you can kind of see see how that, that sort of sentiment is, is quite present in mm. today's society. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he was a disgruntled ex-employee or whether he was just like wanted to give it to the man and and do that, but 
Yeah, it's sort of thing. If, if they hadn't been caught and he just ran away with all that money, they wouldn't even notice, would they? No, I don't think so. That, or maybe not for a long time. Or, or if they did notice it, it's like, well, what do you take a few hundred dollars in, in coins? Like, mm. oh, sorry, in, in notes. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yeah. It's a an interesting one. I also found it did some interesting things with comedy. Like mm-hmm. even though it's such a horrific situation. You know, Jason Segel gets back to the car and you're like, right, it's over and he spots the camera and he does this whole, oh, God, I've got to go back. Mm. It's quite funny. But then mm-hmm. there's some really horrific moments in this film with the gardener and... Oh, yeah. It gets very intense <laughs> in places. And he's not a great intruder, is he? Well, not, you no, know, he's maybe terrible. A, not a bad intruder, a bad hostage taker. Yes. <laughs> more accurately. Which I kind of feel like that would be that situation, like trying to wrap him up and... Trying to do the, get the rope sorted and it never works out. That's why I shouldn't shouldn't rob people. Clearly, um, that's the main reason. That's the main reason. Yeah. Yeah. What would you have done in the situation? Like, I remember there's that one bit where um, the gardener's there and, and mm-hmm. Jesse Plemons takes the chance to you know write a help message on the note. Mm-hmm. Would you have done that, or would you just gone along with it all? <sighs> I mean, it's hard to say until you're in that situation. Yes, definitely. I probably wouldn't have written a note to the gardener because it was too, like, he was right there. Too obvious, yeah. The rubber was right there, right? So. Yeah, yeah. and that, that's, the, that's the conflict in the film is that the the intruder slash hostage shaker seems like a fairly nice guy mm. while the guy who was being wronged in the situation is a real dick. That's the central sort of argument. That's the conflict, the film, right? isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so it, it's hard to say. Like if you're being robbed by a really nice guy, <laughs> would you would you just try and get through it? You know. Yeah. Probably. It's hard to know. It's hard to know, isn't it, what you do in that situation because you're just trying to survive, and that's all you have to. That's all you should do is just try and try and survive rather than be the big hero. Also, they're like, yeah, he's a nice guy. They don't know that though. Like, yeah, he's Not saying true. nice things and whatever, but he hasn't like invaded your house. <laughs> Exactly right. Yeah, he's giving the impression of I'm not going to hurt you, but I do have a gun in my hand. So yeah, yeah, it's really, and you couldn't trust anyone in that situation, could you? Because no. well, couldn't even trust the the little housewife, could you? In the end, no. um, which is where the twist comes from. Yeah, so very Hitchcockian. Well, attempts at being Hitchcockian. The music especially felt. Yeah, I said it to you didn't I straight away. Mm-hmm. Is it bad to say that we've had some excellent films come out of? COVID. Like I was thinking about The Guilty with Jake Gyllenhaal, another COVID baby. 
Yeah, true. Similar. They make a good double billing, I reckon. That and this. I think. I think. I think it could be a sort of research topic in the future about all mm. these films that were made under the to the cloud of COVID. Um, even like we, we've just started watching. I've watched it already, but you've just started watching with me season three of Succession. I don't know if you noticed in these first few episodes that was shot in COVID times. I was it. And that's why a lot of it is just people in a room, which is, mm. you know, a lot of succession anyway, let's face it. But they're not doing big events or having huge crowds of people. It's kind of just this group in this room and this group in another room. You can kind of see yeah. behind the scenes, like, this is where, all right, we're just sort of locked down our locations and also lock down the number of people we have to give COVID tests to every day. Fair. Yeah, fair enough, right? Mm. Interesting how that affects it. Hasn't there been some Judd Apatow Netflix thing about the bubble? Apparently it's really bad, so I haven't watched it. But I think in that one, COVID is actually part of the plot, is what I'm getting at. No, thanks. (laughs) You're right? Okay. Well, would you recommend Windfall to our listeners? I would. I think it's very Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Um, It's interesting that we're doing this podcast after we've just heard about Netflix so they're losing a bajillion dollars, essentially. Mm. Um, and people are saying, well, invest more into originals and, you know, stop discontinuing people's favourite shows. Mm. Personally, I think the issue is just that when Netflix came around, they were the only streaming service and now everyone's streaming. Even commercial TV channels have their own streaming yeah. service, right? That's the problem. Yeah. So I'm not sure it's anything inherent in Netflix per se. I think it's more just our attention is being divided across all these different platforms. Um, but having said this, you know, this film was sold to Netflix and it was amazing and it was great. Mm. And we forget about, um, was it Roma? Mm-hmm. That was solely released on Netflix and mm-hmm. was their big, you know, um, shot at the Oscars a few years ago. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. Yeah. I think what, what some folks call a Netflix film isn't necessarily what others would call a Netflix film. Mm. I think Netflix film kind of sounds like it's a Ryan Reynolds thing where maybe there's not a high quality, but then you're right. Mank was on Netflix, Roma, mm-hmm. this. There's been other, and some of the TV shows have been amazing as well. Yeah, for sure. The ones they don't like, cut after a season or two. Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's a difficult thing for Netflix. But the, the main problem is Netflix used to have everything or at least a fair chunk of things. And now, yeah, as you're right, you've got to, if you want to catch up with all the shows, you need to have all the streaming services and that's really expensive. And if you've got a new one that's, that's your, that's good at the moment, Netflix hasn't got much, you just, you're going to hit pause or hit quit on that, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm. Okay. Star rating time? Let's do it. All right. I'm going to give it a four. Four stars. Well, wow. I'm going to give it three and a half. Mm-hmm. But that's a strong recommend as well. So when you say you think it could go harder, what do you mean? Okay, well, nothing hugely surprising or shocking happened for me. Really? Well, like I guess the... The gardener? The gardener. I don't know. The, the biggest twist was at the end where she's the killer and then she gets away with it. But mm. perhaps if that was brought a little bit earlier, then we've got to deal with the consequences of that. It, do, it did yeah. end quite abruptly after that. That was like the exclamation point for the movie, which I get. But before that, it's a lot of just chatting and talking and tension mm. building. But, you know, 
something like Parasite just kept going and going and going, didn't it? Yeah. You, you're never sure what's going to happen next on screen. This, I was kind of like, all right, I'm sort of settling into the rhythm and it was quite nice, but didn't go hugely intense. doesn't have to. It was fine as it was, but I feel like there was potential there for more. But I'm never going to say no to some Lily Collins and Jesse Plemons, so. That's true. Homest amongst us can deny there. <laughs> did you did you plan it was a couple, though? That's probably the one thing. No. Well, it's, yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't but know I, if it's an age thing or if it's just like, I don't know. Like, how old is Jesse Plemons? Take, take your bet. I'm going to say 33. 34. Nice. How okay. old is Lily? Like 32? Actually, she's 33. The same age-ish? Doesn't seem right, does it? No, that's weird. They seem like they're in different areas. Yes. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. But, yeah, like, like he's quite an attractive guy, obviously, but he's a bit bigger these days. Like, But then again, he's like a, um, a tech billionaire in this, isn't he? So, mm. But then she's like a supermodel, so that's part of the fun, I guess. Sure. You could have probably swapped Jason Siegel and Jesse Plummer, though, couldn't you? Now think about it. You could, but I think that was also part of the casting is that, yes. you know, the real villain is the husband. Mm. Mm. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of I Only Like You in Movies. We watch a lot of stuff on here, don't we, Sine? What are your, some of your favourite podcasts we've ever done? Oh, God. Uh, Panicking 2. Um, <laughs> listen to our review of The Guilty. Um, yeah, do that. And William Paris in season one and season two. Yes. There are those. <laughs> to exist that's right um, we're on Twitter you can catch us there and get updates about the show and we do have lots and lots of podcasts you could go back into the back catalogue it'd be great if you could listen to them anything else you want to say Sine? you want to say goodbye you want to say hello do you want to say thank you you say goodbye I say hello uh, thanks for listening alright I'll see you next time bye 